0: I was 17 and living in Columbus, Mississippi in 1989. One night, I went to check on my beautiful nine-month-old son, Walter. He wasn't breathing. I scooped him up and frantically rushed to the neighbor's house next door, who could not help me. I ran downstairs frantically screaming, asking anyone to help. A girl finally took my baby, started CPR, and then told me what to do. I performed CPR all the way to the hospital. The CPR left bruises on his chest. At the hospital, doctors said that they had done all that they could do. The next morning, I was told to go to the police station, which I did. When I got there, a detective started yelling at me. You know you killed your baby. You stepped on him with your feet and you smashed him on the floor. You killed him. I was alone with no lawyer or parent with me. I told him I was trying to save my baby. He wrote down what I said and then threw it in the garbage. He yelled at me for three hours straight. No matter what I said, he screamed over me over and over again, you killed your baby. You know you killed him. I was terrified. I was put in jail and I wasn't allowed to attend my son's, my son's funeral. I was 18 years old. I was convicted of murder and I was sentenced to death. Those are the words of Sabrina Butler who served eight years on death row for a crime that she didn't commit.
1: Dang. So way to start the episode.
0: Welcome to the suspended sentence. I'm Samantha. I'm Tracy. So I want to talk about the death penalty today. All right. This is, and let me just say, I I do not want to have a political podcast. I don't I do not want to get into politics. I do not I do not want to do that. But the death penalty. Samantha is something that I, I do not have a conviction of. I, I do not know if I am for or against it. When I was in undergrad, my last semester of undergrad, um, I did all of my really, really hard classes straight going into undergrad so that I could end it knowing or anticipating I'm going to be really tired. I'm going to, um, my umph is going to be gone at the end, so I want to save the fun classes, the classes that I think will be easier at the end for my last semester. So my last semester of undergrad, I only had to take like three classes before I graduated. And one of the classes that I had been watching that I wanted to take was this class on the death penalty. And of course, I got my, my undergrad degree from the University of Wyoming, phenomenal school, go pokes. <laughs> and... um I was super excited about this case because 100%, I was in support of the death penalty. I was 100% convicted of like how I felt and how, you know, how I envisioned the death penalty happening. Huge proponent of it. And then I took this class, and let me tell you, <laughs> it was not an easy class. Surprise. It was not easy. It was very, very thought-provoking, and it was three and a half seconds into this class that I realized I don't know shit about the way that things really are. And I no longer support it. I didn't not support it, but I didn't support it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What are your thoughts on the death penalty, just overall in general?
1: In general, I think that the system is broken. Um, Mm -hmm. We've talked about that quite a bit through our episodes. Um, I mean, and that's kind of... I mean, I think anybody that does any form of research can say that the system is flawed and the system is broken. I think that there is a time and place for the death penalty, but no. I think that with that, there are too many cases where people are wrongly, wrongfully convicted for how often, like Texas is a big, big one for that, wrong, yes. wrongful deaths, mm-hmm. for, for crimes that weren't committed. Wrong,
0: wrongful convictions. Right. Yeah.
1: And then put to actually executed, so wrongful death. Where, to me, if it's like with surveillance systems and things like that, if it is caught on camera, undoubtedly 100% that person committed the crime, I can kind of see it. If that isn't the case and there is even a shadow of doubt, no, I don't think so. Because there are so Mm -hmm. many things. DNA, I mean... I'm going to the Taylor Swift concert in July. I'm making all these friendship bracelets. My DNA's all over that. If somebody yeah. goes home and is murdered, well, my s- DNA is on the crime scene. Some team. people
0: might argue that that's why the process is so long, right? And the appeals, uh, why they get so many appeals, is to ensure that wrongful convictions are not, are not a thing and the innocent people aren't put to death. But, but like you just said, like, that's not true. Since 1970, 185 people have been executed that were later found to be innocent.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and I say this a lot. Like when we throw out numbers and we throw out names, like it's like, oh, well, it's just 185 people. Until it's your son, until it's your daughter, until it's your husband, mm-hmm. until it's your wife, until it's somebody that you care about, that number is insignificant. And I also say this all the time. The system only works as long as people who are not affected by it care as much as those who are. Mm-hmm. Right, and for us to say, yeah, I support it, a hundred percent. I'm on board. We should have the death penalty without knowing the facts and without it affecting us in some way. I think is ignorant and irresponsible.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and that was kind of I a hundred percent was like, you do the crime, you do you do your time, you sure. get your punishment. Until same situation, I was in school and I was taking a oh, I can't remember what class it was. But we did a research project on the um, Innocence Project. Yes. And I learned about it, and this was while I was living in Texas. I learned, I'm, I'm not going to remember his name off the top of my head, but a case of a, a gentleman that was convicted, eyewitnesses, which we've talked about a million times, is not accurate all not the time. Not reliable, yeah. Um, he was executed, and then 15 years later, the right man was was arrested and, for the crime. Yep. The state of Texas had to pay the family out, like, over a million dollars for the wrongful death of him.
0: So, yeah, so, I mean... But let's talk about that for a minute. Um, so, the case that I read in the beginning is the words of Sabrina Butler. She, um, She's phenomenal. And I have met, I have had several conversations with her on the phone. Oh, really? She, oh, she's a phenomenal woman. And her level of forgiveness is surpasses anything that I would be capable of doing. Um, could you imagine your your child dies, she was convicted of the murder, and then later, like when she got new lawyers that took the case on pro bono, free for her to, to look into it, um, eight years later, after she had sat on death row for eight years, she also had a five-year-old son at the time, an older son, um, missed eight years of his mama's life she missed all of that she didn't get to attend her son's funeral she didn't get to mourn properly she didn't get to she said in in because she's done uh, lots of interviews she's really open about this and she's really this phenomenal spokesperson Mm -hmm. for what she what she endured um she said i lost my train of thought um Oh, she said she couldn't it was a good thing that she was on death row and that she was segregated 23 hours a day because the other women knew quote she was a baby killer and she would have she would have gotten killed. Yeah. So it was a good thing that she was by herself, but could you imagine 18 years old being convicted of of murdering your child who you love? It was later found by her attorneys that the baby had a kidney a kidney disease And that's what killed him. It wasn't her. Mm -hmm. But that cop, like she described, standing over her, screaming at her for three hours, and she said, I signed a piece of paper saying that I did something that I didn't do just to make it stop. Mm
1: -hmm. That's a whole other episode. 100% on interrogation practices. Yeah. But she's
0: phenomenal, and she's really, really open about it. But what you just said, the state of Texas had to pay out his family a million dollars. And I think pre grad school or pre this class I would have been like, well they got compensated for it. Right? And and I can hear like a lot of viewers being like, well, and they got, you know. It, but sometimes
1: what's the price of someone's life? Okay, but
0: Sabrina says, because I asked her that question, I was like, well did they, you know, did they have to did they have to pay for that? And she's like, yeah, they did. But they pay it out over the course of years in which you would have generated money. So it's like monthly. Mm. So like for hers, if I remember this correctly, and I could be wrong, don't quote me on this, because if I remember this correctly, I talked to her. I mean, it's been a couple years since I've spoken to her. But um, they they decided how much they were going to pay her based on what her wages were at the time. And that's how they determined how much her life was worth on the streets, and they paid her. They pay her out according to what that would be. So, at 18 years old, if you if you didn't have a job, then the best that you could do would be minimum wage. Minimum wages, you know, back then what, four dollars or whatever an hour. So that's what they would pay per month, wow. which is ridiculous for a 40-hour work week. Yeah. So when I spoke with her, she was like an uber driver like seriously just trying to freaking survive and i'm not saying uber drivers don't make money but everybody knows who she is how is she gonna i you know her life was taken from her Mm
1: -hmm.
0: for something that she did not do right that was not even the right thing and thank god for programs like the innocent project that fight for these cases that somehow get funding and somehow stay afloat and stay in the game so that they can defend people like her.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Because that's, you know. Yeah. So
1: that's kind of in my stance since all of that, though, is I feel like if there is concrete 100%, like I said, in today's society there's security cameras everywhere. Yeah. If, and I'm not talking like accidental deaths Things like that. I'm talking like... Serial killers. toy box yeah. killer type guys.
0: Yeah. Crimes against children. Crimes, crimes against, against children. Yeah. I mean... T- well, and it's so hard. It's so hard to di- differentiate, like, what is an appropriate punishment for a crime and to what degree? Because there's so many variables, right? W- one thing that I've always had a problem with with our judicial system is the fact that felony means felony regardless of what the felony is, right? There's mm-hmm. misdemeanors or there's a felony. So a felony could be your fourth in 10, your fourth DUI in 10 years in the state of Wyoming. Or it could be capital freaking murder. Right. But, you know, on job applications or on, you know, any, anything your whole life, they always ask you, have you ever been conv- convicted of a felony? So, the, so you don't know if that means
1: well, they so what is raped that? and
0: murdered 50 women on the side of the road and by some technicality they got out, or if they...
1: Well, and how does that work? Like, in her case, in Sabrina, mm-hmm. in her case, she was convicted of the crime. Yeah. Does she still have to mark that she has been convicted of a felony?
0: Well, no, because I think it was overturned. So is so. that the
1: case? If it's overturned, you no longer have to mark that? Is it expunged from everything?
0: I would think so, but I don't know. I mean, That'd be before I hire people, I do a Google search, right? You know, Google Google Sabrina Butler. I mean, she's gonna pop up. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I just don't think it was it was her case. It was her one. She this case was one of the first cases that I looked into. You know, in this undergrad class that I took at at UW, and. It was pretty damn profound. Sabrina is super available. Like, you can contact her. She she is a spokesperson. Like I said in the very beginning, her level of forgiveness is absolutely unreal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I would not have that level of forgiveness. So there are, right now, there's 27 states in the United States that have the death penalty. There are 23 that have abolished it. And there's four that have like a a hold on it. So where they haven't really determined whether or not it's constitutional or, or whatever. Those four states are Arizona, California, Oregon, and Pennsylvania, which is somewhat frustrating. I know like specifically with the Charles Manson deal, like he was sentenced to death and then California abolished the death penalty. So he got life sentences and then they reinstated the death penalty so then he had to be retried for it and you know it's frustrating when government does things like this right but also what is frustrating is how long it takes right i know that there's a lot of people that are like you know the cost is so high because it takes so cotton pick and long to get the job done the average amount of time for from getting sentenced with the death sentence to actual execution guess on what this number is.
1: Three years.
0: Fifteen and a half years. Oh, okay. Is that average <laughs> is the average length of time to go through the entire appeal process and and everything. I I'm not really sure what the what the numbers are for false convictions now opposed to before DNA. Mm-hmm. Because I think that it's probably I don't want to say easier, but it's probably more conclusive evidence now. Right. I mean, DNA is pretty, pretty undisputable. However, like you just said, you go to the Taylor Swift concert. Everyone's getting friendship bracelets. Yeah. I mean, DNA is, our DNA is everywhere. Like, I have really, really long hair and it's I'm
1: everywhere. constantly shedding. <laughs> I mean, that's DNA. Right. I mean, think about how many people, though, even you throw out a straw. Yeah. You throw out, you touch something. Well, and touch DNA. Touch DNA, exactly. I could touch your laptop right now. You could go to somebody else's house and beat somebody to death with your laptop. That laptop, my DNA is transferred from the laptop right. to that person that you assaulted with your laptop. Right. Or handrails
0: or doors. 100%. Or,
1: yeah, I mean if it transfers I don't know, but but
0: technology is getting so advanced that it's like, um Right. Okay. You know,
1: or you lick an envelope. Or or... I've done, um, I know a lot of cases have been solved too through, um, like I did the DNA, like ancestry DNA test.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: People are being, that guy, that guy that 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 was was a Zodiac killer got found? I believe so. But there was also that guy that... His DNA matched at a crime scene, like, four states away from where he lived. Mm-hmm. He was arrested. It turns out it was, like, his great, like third cousin that did it, but it was a DNA match. I, it's getting out of control. So, it's I was out just, of while you were saying that, because I wanted to know what would pop up if I Googled Sabrina Butler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, the first three articles were talking about, like, the work that she's doing and, like, the it's great phenomenal. things. But if you scroll down just four articles... There's a website called Mur- Murderpedia. It's like yep. Wikipedia, but it's for Murderpedia. Mm-hmm. It's crimes. And I've searched through this before. It's kind of interesting to go through sometimes. But now she's marked as classification murder question mark. Justice miscarriage question mark. Um, and then says murder method beating question mark. Like there's nothing saying she was a- exonerated. exonerated from this. It mm-hmm. There's the question marks added to it now, but it does... Oh, I guess down at the very, very bottom. Acquitted in retrial in December of 1995.
0: Mm-hmm. But that's it. Convicted in retrial, but it doesn't say she was exonerated.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Acquitted. Acquitted. Yeah, see, I mean... But but legitimately, like, if I was going to hire somebody and I didn't know and I saw that, I would be, like, hard no. Well,
1: because then, I guess now that I scroll way down in this, it says, Authorities now believe the baby died of cystic kidney disease or sudden infant death syndrome. hmm But, th- I mean, the top profile isn't about that. No. No. She's doing phenomenal
0: so... things in the way that she has turned this around. Like I said, it... She has far more grace than I ever could have. I don't I even pretend to be as graceful as she is. Right. At all.
1: But I mean, if that's the fourth article down, is that website, yeah. you're right. I mean, an employer Googles you. Yeah, it shows all the great things you're doing, but...
0: Also, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's horrific. And like I said, I mean, I, I've had multiple conversations with this woman. She's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And she's really open about it. Obviously, it rips her heart out. 100%. But she's, I mean, she tells her story and she has started, you know, this movement to abolish the death penalty. And which, I again, I don't know. I mean, I think like you said, there's a time and a place for it. And I wish that, I wish sometimes that we were on completely opposite ends of the spectrum <laughs> so we could really argue it. but um, <laughs> But like people, I guess, right? But then there's this, also this conversation of, is life in prison like the cost the cost to it because the cost is diverted to the taxpayers right we pay for it we pay for people who are in prison it comes from our state taxes it comes from our federal taxes imprisonment is not free and we pay we we pay for it so we should be educated on where this money goes in Mm -hmm. my opinion so is the cost of life in prison
1: cheaper or is execution cheaper Which is cheaper? What do you think? Probably life in prison. Life in... Yeah. Well, it depends on... I mean, I guess it depends on the method. If it's lethal injection, I know those drugs are incredibly expensive. (laughs) But the states that do firing squad... We're going to get into the techniques here in a
0: minute, because you're going to... How much are
1: are bullets? I mean, bullets are pretty...
0: (laughs) Bullets are not cheap.
1: Cheap compared to the millions of dollars for lethal injection. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So... there's a lot of factors though that come into cost. And I don't I don't know what the cost of housing prisoners is in every state. I know what it is in the state of Wyoming because it's it's my focus state. It's about $123 a day to house an inmate in in Wyoming prison. But there's variables to that. Do they need medication? How much? What is their age? What is their what is their medical, how much medical attention do they need? What I mean, there's variables to this, correct? Right. And then the location of the prison, you know, like like we learned when we did the Alcatraz episode. And there's one, there's one in New York that's on an island. You know, does does it, it, it just it varies? There's a lot of variables to the actual cost of incarceration per person per day. Right. But when you have death penalty or death row, that's a separate housing unit. So it's separate on top of, right? It's gotta be different. It's, there's. You've gotta have a different facility built. You've gotta staff Higher it, security. you've gotta heat it and cool it and all the rest of it. Well, so this will also determine or make a, an impact on the cost of, of of death row inmates right like south dakota for example south dakota doesn't house them separately from their regular inmates i mean they do but but it's not a different facility it's just a different wing it's a different um yeah it's like you know just a different pod or something they hold Mm -hmm. them in a different facility so there isn't an additional cost involved in housing them but then you look at california where they have, you know, private prisons. I don't think that they can stay in room two zero seven three or whatever that was. <laughs> Did you numbers? I can't. <laughs> I, I'm saying I'm wrong. I'm sure. I'm, I'm just, sure
1: you're not. That I, sounded very <laughs> correct. But in
0: in California, they have the largest number of prisoners waiting for executions, even higher than Texas, which I know is surprising to you. Um, but they have to have an entirely separate. Unit because they have so many people. They've got like over seven hundred people on death row in California. You oh don't. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like that's a lot. That's a lot. That's like more than, you know, three county three county jails in Wyoming or something. Anyway, but they spend an average of like I don't know, like eighty five thousand, like under a hundred thousand dollars, but like a hundred thousand dollars to incarcerate just those people. Wow. Because their level of care is different, right? And Safety is different, and I mean the whole level of everything is different. If you're in prison and you know that you're going to get the uh, get the death penalty, are you really going to give a shit about the rules? I mean, no, no. Are you, you really going to lose? care about attacking other people? And no, you don't. You're not going to care. And what's going to be the pun? What are they going to do? Take right. your freedom away? Right. And what are they going to do? Yeah. So,
1: not, I don't know. Not really anything to lose there.
0: Yeah. But and then like you said, then the cost of the tech of whatever method they use to execute is going to Yeah,
1: cuz every state's different. Every
0: state is different. Every place is different and it's actually pretty wild when you think about how it's done. But but that is actually not even factored into the cost of what it costs or the price differentiation between life in prison or execution because really where the most of the money comes from is the appeal process.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a court process because, you know, the system wants to make sure that we're not executing people who are innocent. And so there is a very lengthy and it's an intense process to make sure that we have the right person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We think, right? But who pays for those attorneys? We, I mean, we do. Public
1: defenders. I mean, that's... yeah. We do. We
0: pay for that. So that's our cost, you know, and court time and the security and transporting people. Not so much, I don't think, anymore because of the technology with Zoom and, you know, that that was one of the... One benefit of COVID, I guess. One benefit of COVID is, you know, I mean, we rely more on... We were like, oh, wow, that works good. (laughs) Let's just do that. Now we don't have to transport and... Security and... Right. Yeah, exactly. But... Um, But I don't know how those numbers are going to reflect in the actual, you know, cost to these things. But it's typically, it's the court proceedings that that cost the most amount of money. And in one respect, I, I can appreciate how the system or the government is trying to ensure that we're not executing innocent people. However, if the mistakes are made in the beginning, we've talked about this in past episodes, what you hear first is generally what sticks. Right.
1: And then by the time that you get a new jury, most people know your case. Yeah. Then I mean, the media, that's trial by media. Essentially, yeah. you, the only time you're probably going to get a fair trial is the first trial. Mm-hmm. Before things are released, before, I mean, the age of being able to watch trials on tv i mean yeah. you can log in and watch almost any trial nowadays you can like that comes back to like murdoch we were talking about him not too long ago Yeah, it was on i, wa-
0: I watched his entire trial the johnny depp trial on tiktok
1: right yeah anything Glenith paltrow per, on tiktok most of it you can i mean you can yeah. go to crime tv and watch whatever yeah. you want <clears throat> so if it's a high profile crime and usually death penalty cases are mm-hmm. the only time you're getting a fair shake is that first trial after that everyone knows Everybody no. has an opinion, everybody has formed their stance. Right. So then right. you mean to tell me it's fair the second time around? Right. Probably not.
0: Probably not. No. I mean, it was in Sabrina's case, you know, I mean she was acquitted and God, they did a they did a phenomenal job. I don't even but but when you look at like her case, because I did, and I like I said, I've talked to this woman several times. When you hear the evidence and you hear what they had and what they didn't have and the questions in it it absolutely Samantha blows my mind that she was found guilty and sentenced to death i am like how in the hell did that happen right how did that happen yeah i
1: don't, I don't it, know, I, it I, absolutely I blows my mind
0: it absolutely blows my mind and i would love to do an episode with her um i wasn't able to get a hold of her Um, to do it into this one and I just kind of wanted it to be an overview but I really do want it and she would she would love to because she does she talks a lot about this which I think is phenomenal yeah which I think is great but when we're talking about methods of execution
1: I have an opinion on
0: oh man I was reading stories of watched executions and I had to stop reading because I was like
1: Yeah, because it's supposed to be humane, the most humane way possible.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, when you talk about, like, people in the electric chair that were catching on fire and flesh burning and hearing the noises and lethal injection where it didn't work. I was like, oof, which is, I'm not going to say it's okay if it's a Charles Manson. I'm not going to say it's okay, but it's like, eh, well, you get what you get, right? I mean, that's a chance. Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, no, a lot of people do like, that. I mean, well, you know, I mean, don't put a fire if you don't want to get burnt, right? right? But but now consider that that person is innocent. Right. Consider that that person is somebody that you love. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, who's, and then there's, and then there's this theory, and I'm just going to throw it out there, okay? We're the government, so we can murder you we said so but you killing somebody isn't okay
1: I'm just saying I don't know what is your if you were to decide on say you get to pick say you're on death row and you get to pick your execution style what you going with I am gonna go
0: with the firing squad I'm going the fire squad too. you want to know why because in my list of total executions versus botched executions The firing squad had zero
1: flaws. (laughs) Saving the taxpayers some money. B, I also, here's my other thing. It has a 0% botched execution rate. I'm going with the firing squad. Being the executioner, if you think about the mental toll of being the person hired to do that and you're administering that. To me, the firing squad is more humane to those people as well because yeah. most of them have duds dud bullets and then yeah no, and then most of them but yeah usually it's five six people and I believe mm-hmm. half of it is duds and nobody knows because who's... nobody knows who has the live ammunition right so to me I'm kind of here for that one I'm, I'm here, here for it. Here it's for a, that ju- one like we said significantly cheaper I hanging that one's can sketches me out because it doesn't always it doesn't always
0: and me. my god my god could you imagine being the yeah could you imagine being the witnesses to that yes my answer uh, final answer what about lethal gas what about gassing chambers Uh, i I read one cost i read one story of a botched one with a with a gas chamber where there was actually a gas leak and it was taking way more gas than it should have for this guy to die and there was like so much <laughs> that it started leaking out, and they oh had gosh. to evacuate the building and they left him in there to die and nobody to turn it off. I was like, oh my God. Lethal injection has like a 7%. Yeah,
1: but when they get, when those meds are wrong, it'll eventually kill you, but it's more from like air pockets. And yeah. that sounds horrific. Horrific.
0: Yeah. Um, And the medication does not come from America. And a lot of the times it's bad or expired and it costs a lot of money to keep it good. To keep it good. Yeah. Yeah. But so there's like, there's been like 300 executions since the 70s that haven't worked. And like drug addicts or people who are, are elderly, like finding the veins. Here's the other thing that I didn't know, that not all prisons or where these places are that they do this, have, like, actual medical personnel do it. Some of them are very, very ill-trained right. jailers or whatever. And so, I don't know. I'm standing by the
1: firing squad.
0: That's what, I mean, if I had, that's that's what I would want. I think
1: um, Idaho, I think they were against the death penalty, but with all of the stuff coming on, the trial for the Idaho
0: well pressure from the public and that's who determines
1: and they're pushing for that to come back in because his trial starts next month mm-hmm. um and they're gonna do firing squad they're gonna probably reinstate firing squad
0: just for that one case okay now that might be unjust unconstitutional I don't know. you there you can't make laws for a specific person i that, agree with that that's come on I I don't know, that would be a pretty brazen, I I can't imagine anybody going on the record and saying that, because that would be like the ultimate discrimination What's the
1: guy's name, is it Brian, yeah, Brian Koberger or whatever, that's on Mm -hmm. trial for that? Um, They've also tied him to other murders, so Mm -hmm. I mean, if your state doesn't happen I mean, you could always do your stuff and then extradite over there, I don't know. I don't know, that's crazy. Because we're on this, um, death penalty, like, final meals. Yeah, <laughs> for excuse my shits and giggles here. Um, I don't like where this is going. What would, I don't, your, what would no, your final no, meal no, be? No, what would your final? I want to know. I want I don't to know. Want to do that. Oh, I know I, what my final meal would be. Oh my oh, god! What give would your what would your final? This is oh, so. You can't morbid. guess what my final meal would be. It would be green bean casserole. Damn straight it would. What else?
0: <laughs> god, green bean casserole. I, <laughs> I freaking love game. green bean
1: casserole. But not anybody's green
0: bean casserole.
1: My mama's green bean casserole. (laughs) It's so funny. I Um, would also like a big old ribeye steak. Ribeye. Big old ribeye. Hmm. And maybe some mashed potatoes. The way my mama makes them. And some pecan pie. I just pissed off so many people by calling it pecan pie. Yeah, you did. It's called pecan pie. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. I always get southern. I get southern when I say things like I
0: don't. I don't even want to talk about <sighs> it. I want
1: to know. I you know inquiring minds want to know. <sighs> and vanilla ice cream, vanilla bean. Mm. No. Give it to me. Tell me.
0: If a final meal, just one meal, it's your final Christ. meal. This is ridiculous. I would want prime rib. Okay. Um, a baked potato, loaded baked potato, asparagus. <coughs> um, I hate asparagus, a salad with everything in it, like, and not just put on the top. I want everything diced really small, mixed together, ranch dressing evenly dispersed on every leaf of lettuce, <laughs> everything, because that's how I do salads. <laughs> um, I would want, yeah, pecan pie. I would want... You want vanilla bean ice cream? I could go for some vanilla bean <laughs> ice cream with Captain Crunch cereal sprinkled oh, on the top of it. Oh yeah. That's pretty good.
1: That's pretty good.
0: Um I don't like this game at all. This is disturbed. this is like a whole different level I of mean, ridiculous. Fun
1: fact for you, when we were talking about oh crap, i forget his name now. The serial killer that we were just talking about that I said, Did you know that his family owned the KFCs? Oh yeah. Clown killer. Mm-hmm. What's his name? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Doesn't matter. He
0: got, fried ch- he got KFC fried chicken. Oh, KFC fried chicken. That would be good. I think, I mean, I don't like this.
1: Okay. I find
0: it interesting to look up what people's last meals were. That's ridiculous. But, you know, like, if you think about, like, the olden days, olden days, when, when they would just kill people, just, you know, and I'm talking, like, 1930s, 1940s, what comes to mind? Like, first thing, if you don't say this, I'm going to be so disappointed in you salem witch trials
1: that wasn't the 1930s when was it like the 1800s the okay the
0: 1800s 1700s then let's talk about that it was like Far like colonial
1: back. times when people <laughs> would just 1930s. like
0: this these conversations make me so uncomfortable <laughs> isn't it funny that this is the field that i'm in and it makes me so uncomfortable I mean, not really. Maybe that's why I'm so passionate about it because it's so uncomfortable. It's close to home and it makes you uncomfy. Yeah, it's so uncomfortable for me. I mean, back then, they could just say, I mean, they thought that people with mental illness Uh were demons and Satan and would hang them. They would think, I mean, if a woman, you know, had depression or postpartum or something like that, I mean, she would get hung. Salem Witch Child, weren't they burned at the stake? Mm -hmm.
1: Some of them drowned,
0: some of them... You know, the old school methods of execution were pretty gruesome, and it was a public event. Oh, yeah. Now, the intention behind making it a public event was to deter people.
1: Because that's a punishment for you to see it in person.
0: Well, and it would deter people from doing the same thing. They would be like, you know, ding, 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 you know, cattle bell dinner, whatever. Everybody would gather in town square, and they would be like, this person, found guilty of high treason, off with his ass. You know what I mean? Whatever. Okay. I, I mean, I might be being a little theatric. I might
1: not be. Not really. Um, I'm obsessed with Tudor history, the Tudor kings and queens. King yeah. King Henry VIII. Obsessed. Um, I mean, he beheaded, like, two of his wives.
0: Two of his wives? Because he was,
1: wives. like, just over it. And Anne Boleyn, she got, like, a... "Quote unquote private execution where one hundred and twenty people came to see her executed." Oh, that's private. That was private. Awesome. But I mean, that's like you're just saying on the olden days. I mean, it was a town event. It's like, oh, hey, what are you doing Thursday? Oh, I'm going to go to Jim Bob's execution up on Execution Hill. I don't. It was a public event. It was a public event, and it was a big deal. What do you think of the guillotine
0: used? <sighs> it was introduced in France in seventeen eighty two. Right, yeah, it it was very similar to beheadings, right? Except you just pull a lever. You pull the lever. Yeah.
1: So it was supposed to be more um, get the job done because the sword and the axe. I mean, sometimes it would take a couple whacks. That's the old saying, sword and mm-hmm. axe. so, like for queens, if they were being executed, they were they usually brought in professional swordsmen instead of just. The Axman. Okay, so you know why? Do you know why? To get it off. It was supposed to be like an honor,
0: right? Yeah, because being beheaded is... You would get on your knees, right? And it was like privilege. But so is a guillotine. Guillotine was seen as an act of privilege. Because it ended your suffering quickly.
1: Instead of, like I said, with a
0: lot of wax from the axe. And, I mean... Especially with a sword, being beheaded with a sword was almost like an honorable way of dying because it means that you're standing your ground and you're, I mean, back in those times. Yeah. Now,
1: ugh.
0: oh my gosh.
1: Supposedly your head like lives for a few seconds after too. That freaks me out.
0: Oh my gosh. That's awful.
1: There's records of that. Oh, I can't even handle that part.
0: But the Greeks and the Ro- Romans regarded beheading as the most honorable way of dying. mm that's bizarre to
1: me well when you look into like really old stuff too like treason and stuff for executions Mm -hmm. i mean quartered being quartered yeah there's no humanity in that like i know you're being pulled apart
0: literally i know or being you know tied to a stake and whipped with rods Mm -hmm. until an axe is used that was like for people who like committed treason or whatever Wild man, it is wild. It is what is the um, the 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 garret, um, the garret or whatever it's like the the hanging where they would strangle you basically. What mm-hmm. mm, okay, it's you know, they would put the collar around their neck and then tighten it and then tighten it like slow suffocation.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, I mean, that almost sounds torturous. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't sound it is, it is. is. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or the gallows hanging, and that was—I mean—public event. People would come and they would watch that, and that was—I mean—like big, you know, like in the middle in the Middle Ages, like in Paris, and that's that's crazy. And they—any last words, you know? And you see it in movies or whatever. It's a really scary, but
1: movie. don't watch the gallows.
0: No, mm. no, and then you know the electric chair, which.
1: Spooky, spooky skeleton.
0: No, I mean, that's... I don't know why in the world anybody would ever say that That My choice
1: of execution is I would like to be electrocuted. Electrocuted, yeah. Mm, no, and it
0: was, like, the most widely used form of execution in the United States until mm-hmm. lethal injection came. I, I don't know why, because, I mean, when you read the botched executions, like... Holy crap!
1: Well, we've talked before about um how we've gone and toured the old Wyoming State Pen. Yeah, and they've got because what it was electric chair that is still there in the mm-hmm. building. They had the gas chamber, and then they also had hangings. So for hangings, though, in death row it was a separate building. Yeah, and you would it's two two stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. two story building where at the top on the second floor where all of the death row inmates were housed. It's like what twelve, fourteen cells? Not very many. And then through, in front of everyone, there's a trip door for hangings. So it was yeah. done in front of everybody else to show you what you were in. Yeah. In for. Yeah. It was done and still. I mean, we're not talking colonial times. We're no. talking. We're talking. Yeah. What? Fifty when was years that ago. Yeah. Six years ago. Yeah. That this was still. I mean, I think. Essentially, a public I think
0: event. Wyoming's last execution was what? Nineteen ninety four. I think so, mark yeah. hopkins or yeah, whatever mark yeah. hopkins okay well you can't talk about executions without talking about like the most famous one of all time and the one that literally changed the nation and y'all don't come at me for talking about this okay this is my podcast and this is my belief so don't come at me with this this is like freedom of speech and religion blah, blah. you're giving me anxiety. crucifixion <laughs> the killing of, seriously the killing of jesus christ
1: she just like turned on yeah here.
0: I didn't turn on anybody, but literally, I mean, look at that. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about, I mean, it was, it was a form of capital punishment back in those days and it it didn't just happen to him, but, and you want to talk about executing an innocent man, let's, you know, I mean, you could go there.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Well, Tracy did
0: just say. I, I, I seriously, I mean, people want to throw in religion and the Bible in the argument for the death penalty, and I mean, I just shut you up so I can imagine. Oh, you were like, <laughs> "Holy shit!" Well, she I thought she was going to say.
1: I was like, "Who would she think?" I was not expecting uh, that to cut uh, that, that that to be the yeah. Kind of it stops the conversation, doesn't it? But it's
0: true. Am I wrong?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, they executed an innocent man. What did he do?
1: I'm not very religious. I'm just saying. I'm you just probably saying. have a better idea. I think. than I do because I'm. I think of myself as spiritual.
0: I do too, but I'm not very but religious. I'm just saying. I mean, you can't you can't talk about it without without talking about that. But there's tons of other ways that people used back in the drowning, rocking people, throwing rocks at them until they died, tying them to a stake, you know, burning them. And burning them was that one was interesting because I you know, there's this big pile of of wood and then they put gunpowder at the bottom and mm-hmm. then touch the gunpowder and it all goes up.
1: Yeah. And that was commonly used for those suspected of witchcraft. Isn't that wild? Step not just, just
0: whip cra witchcraft, but Whipcraft? whipping is another one that yeah. they would do.
1: Well, I think too, like it's kind of comical of how fast times change. Yeah. I mean, witchcraft was very, like, ooh, no, what the heck. Yeah. Up until just, like, recently. Now, now all it's of a sudden, like a it's, fad. Like, yeah, everybody is a <laughs> practicing witch. Everybody's a baby
0: witch. Baby witch. <laughs> everybody is collecting crystals and getting tarot cards. I'm here for it. I'm just I'm saying. Snipped.
1: I'm here for it. I'm. Me, too.
0: But then there's other ones that I read that I was, like, holy shit, like, feeding people to... Feeding them to the lions, or like you said, um, tying you know their wrists and quartering. their ankles, quartering, and yeah, and having animals run different directions, macking
1: the horses' butt, and each I of was them just in like, well, direction.
0: and and it was like, like we've said many times, a public event. People would go and watch that for f***ing sport, mm-hmm. and then we wonder why twenty twenty three were so desensitized.
1: Literally, it's been going on for, <laughs> for hundreds of thousands since of years. Creation
0: of the world. It's absolutely. Been happening. Absolutely. Well. So there's my little two cents on the death penalty.
1: This ended up being longer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. We had more to say than we thought. We have... Well, yeah, and we didn't even
0: really talk about too many cases. But again, I don't want to get political. I don't want... You know, as I bring... I don't want to
1: get political, Jesus Christ. As I bring in
0: (laughs) our Savior, Jesus Christ, into the conversation. Uh, But, I mean, you... I, I feel like, you know, you've got to mention it. Yeah, but anyway, justified. let us know what your thoughts are on, on are the you death penalty. Are you pro or against? Are you pro or are you con? Is there a... Why? A, yeah, why? There's there's a... And like you said, Samantha, I mean, if it was your child or, you know, somebody that you loved that was...
1: You might would have it different change,
0: opinion. Would it change your opinion? And if so, should it? Because again, the system only is effective and it only works when people who are not affected by it care as much as those who are. Mm-hmm. And so if your stance would change if it was happening to you, then maybe your, your stance should change.
1: Maybe you should be part of the solution.
0: Or at least or at least be educated. At least acknowledge that and say, mm, maybe I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Just food for thought. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for sitting through this. Sometimes it's fun to just talk and not really have a script or not have a direction and just, you know, just yeah, be
1: us. For sure. For a minute. I think I am in the next couple of days going to bring a little bit fun over an episode. Maybe like something spooky.
0: Oh, fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Stay safe.